In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Superman. Wonder Woman. Batman. Aquaman. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. Baby, I need some action tonight! <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. And, uh, Nez, uh, we have a special guest, our first guest ever. That's right, huh? <laughs> yeah, we got uh, uh, a man of many, many talents. Writer, director, actor, producer, uh MC, uh, but author now uh, with his book coming out pretty soon. But we got brother Mike with us, uh, Mike Marin, Mike J Marin. For those of you that uh, don't know, he's uh, part of the East Society and been in my life since we were little kids in preschool. So uh, he, he's my brother from the beginning and all the way to the end. But uh, brother Mike, man, what's up? Hey, hey, man, how's it going? Good, good. How's it going on down in uh, the L.A. area? Well, well, it's, uh, you know, people uh, thinking this pandemic is over and going around being stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got masks <laughs> on and mass numbers, but, you know, I'm vaccinated, so I don't know, man. It's just, you know, still keeping myself safe and... Uh, Keep it busy, man, with a couple film projects I got going on. And uh, yeah, so that's all it's been up. Just And it's warming up down here. So yeah, that's all it's been popping. The warming nice, up there, Brian? Nice. Yeah, everything's starting to melt. So it's uh, it's kind of messy out. But uh, it's uh, it's getting there. It'll be gone by the end of next month. Yeah, it's hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't come back because uh this is what it's been doing the last couple of weeks it's been uh chilly at night but uh we're in the 50s right now but we're about to hit 70s in a couple of days but only for like the weekend and then we drop back down to the 40s so still it's it's wishy-washy uh down here it's 40s yeah i'm wearing shorts outside uh, it's 40s not yet <laughs> this weekend i'll have my shorts on but uh as soon as 40s hits, I got to put the pants back on. But um, uh, we're back, everybody. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Dark. 
the god is dead. I had a dream. Almost like a premonition. There's an attack coming. My lord, this world will fall. I need warriors. I'm building an alliance to defend ourselves. How do you know your team's strong enough? If you can't bring down the charging bull, then don't wave the red cape at it. sent here for a reason and even if it takes you the rest of your life find out what that reason is they said the age of heroes will never come again couple weeks ago yeah i believe on the 18th I, I don't remember uh yeah march 18th and it is we're almost at the end of the month march 29th and we're recording this but uh for all you that have hbo max or uh all you guys out there by other means i mean it, it's everywhere and um I'll, I'll tell you what i thought about it i mean if, if we're gonna shout out to the league of geeks man this this was a hero to me I even gave the uh, the theatrical cut a hero. I mean, I uh, the Zisa and I we both liked it for what it was. Um, <laughs> but watching this one, it blew that one away. That one made no sense to what's uh, what's going on. I mean, that's what I really loved about this. I went back and rewatched uh, Man of Steel and uh, the Ultimate Edition of uh, Batman versus Superman. I didn't like those when I saw them, but this made me enjoy those ones. I went, ah, okay, I see what he was trying to do with the um, the the Justice League, the whatever whatever that fool's <laughs> name is. He took the, I mean, the theatrical cut. They uh, credited Zack Snyder for directing it, but he had to leave the project uh, due to a family emergency. Um, shout out to the Snyders. I know, but Joss Whedon, I enjoyed it for what it was. If we didn't get this one, I would have been fine with that. But this one made Superman and Batman v Superman make sense, make more sense to me, in my opinion. Because if you guys remember, if you guys listen to the East Society, I hated Batman versus Superman. Because I was like, well, what the hell's all this? What's this this nightmare scene and all that? But watching this one, I was like, oh my God. I I love this movie. I mean, I just thought it was fucking amazing. It didn't seem four hours. Um, I watched it uh twice and I I wanted more. 
I mean, you could have gave me another two more hours and I would have sat there and watched it. I don't think I would have liked it as much if they did the original plan by breaking it up into a miniseries into what six parts or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have liked it like that. I liked it. And I liked how they did it, but I liked how it was just just one big movie. I, I'm glad that they did that. Uh, what do you think about it, Brian? Uh, I completely loved it. I mean, hashtag restore the Snyderverse. I mean, I I, I want to see him finish out his vision. This I don't I don't even I don't recognize the Josh Whedon movie. That piece of garbage right there. That that is not Batman. Batman is not making little jokes and smiling all goofy when Superman shows up to help. No, not 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 that Batman. <laughs> uh, Everything was badass about this. I like that Cyborg was uh, more of a focal point in this one. The 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 other movie, he just kind of seemed like a, a a side character. Uh, the the opening scene you get with Wonder Woman completely blew out that abysmal 1984 version. I, I uh, Wonder Woman 84. Um, <laughs> I, I just loved everything they did with it. Uh, I thought Stephen Wolf was more badass than he was in the uh, the, the original version. Uh, we got to see Dark Side, and yeah, just everything. Um, though I did have a problem with the ratio aspect, but I understand that 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 was that was his perspective as uh, that was his vision as an artist, and that's how he wanted it to be. So I respect that. Uh, but you know, having seen it on a a widescreen TV is just kind of throws it off a bit, but um, yeah, I loved it. And um, I agree four hours. It it didn't really seem like four hours to me. I just, I watched it straight through. Mike. The best part was when cap picked up Thor's hammer and was whooping <laughs> Thanos's ass. <laughs> and that's where my opinion lies about the DC movies. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was cool. I mean, I I didn't uh, see the um, the Joss Whedon cut uh, because I heard mixed reviews about it, and um, I just I'm glad that I got to see this with fresh eyes. Uh, that I wasn't um, I wasn't uh, saturated with the sucky version. From what you know, I hear mixed opinions. Some people liked it, some people didn't, but. Um, I made the mistake of binge watching it at twelve thirty at night. And before I knew it, it was like, "Oh shit, I gotta go to sleep." Um, so I saved the last two two parts for the next day. But it's like I couldn't sleep fast enough. I got up and started watching it again. But um, as far as like, I love the way that um, it's filmed. It's like all grainy, grainy and dark. Um. And like from what I saw, the comparisons after when I was on YouTube, and like, oh my god, that uh, Steppenwolf character—he looked like shit in that first version. But in this one, I love the way his uh, his armor was fluctuating, and mm-hmm. I thought that in that the um, you know, they started off like man, feet running with the the Themyscira battle. I thought that part was badass when he was yeah. taking on all the Amazons. Um, I want a whole movie of just them. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, you don't even... I, I, I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, but you don't even need her. I just want a badass Themyscira Amazonian movie. They, um, 
I thought what was cool was that, um, see, because I didn't know what was in the original, what was not, so Nez was kind of upping me on it while I was watching it. But um, I like that flashback sequence with Zeus and mm. uh, the, the lantern. That was, that's what I thought was going to show up. I was waiting for Green Lantern um, to come up. But uh, I'm glad that it's like not trying to cram a lot of stuff into it. It was just enough to give us the full uh, uh, Justice League lineup that uh, I think the fans really wanted. Because I think, uh, ha- like I said, having not seen the first version, I think this is the film that the DC fans deserved. Um, and I'm glad that... Uh, that um, he gets to carry out his vision. Zack Snyder gets to carry out his vision. Um, but from what I hear, uh, like Peter Jackson wants to do a director's cut of Lord of the Rings, which is supposed to last like seven days if you watch it straight through. But I don't know if that was a joke or not. <laughs> but, but back to this one, I mean, I liked it. Um, it. Ben Affleck as Batman grew on me. At first, I was like, oh, this dude's soft. But um, after, you know, watching... Um, Batman v Superman a few times. I mean, to me, in my opinion, that film had the baddest Batman fight ever in all the Batman films dating back to, you know, Adam West and Burt Ward, you know, but uh, that warehouse fight scene is what won me over as and it was just cool. I mean, I there were times when in this film when I um, got emotional, but I think uh if we're throwing out spoilers, everybody should have seen this by now. But um, Martian Manhunter, that was a cool surprise. Um, yeah. But but overall, overall, I, I I dug it. I thought it was a really good film, and um, you know, I, I always buy movies in the physical form. So if it ever came out on Blu-ray, I'm going to snatch it up. It's coming, Steel. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they said it's coming in May. Is it going to be the original, the ratio, the four three that he kept it? Probably. Yeah, I that was cool. I, I I respected that. You know, if that was his original vision, then it's like, hey, man, that's cool. Let let it roll. But mm. yeah, I thought I thought it was dope. Because he said he filmed it that way for for IMAX, and I don't know if we'll ever get this in the theater. I mean, if we do, I I want to see it on the big screen. I'll sit there four hey, out for four hours. They they probably will. You know, they will. Like you know, there's a lot of movies that got held back that they're going to throw, you know, in the movies that they're going to put in when theaters start to open up. So I, I, I would take it that this would be like maybe a, a special event or something. And cause they, they probably would show if they were smart marketing, they would show man of steel, Batman <clears throat> v Superman and this, like had this whole event. That would be badass. Oh, kind of like how they did the, the Marvel, uh, I think it was the first phase or first two phases. Yeah. But if they found a way to connect all three of them, like no credits after, just like make it one mm. big ass, you know, monstrosity film, I think that would be pretty bad. As far as Ben Affleck as Batman, I mean, I was on board when we just saw the first pictures of him. I was like, all right, the reason why I loved it so much, loved the way he looked, was because I'm a huge fan of Frank Miller's um, Dark Knight. Uh, his little books that he put out and um, that's what Zack Snyder went with. He went with uh, the dark Knight returns or return of the dark Knight, whatever it's called. Um, he went with that, that look, because at the end of this one, when we see the, um, 
not the bat tank war machine or, or whatever his his tank was called when they start, showed that at the end dude, I, I was naked man i was like oh my god just i i screamed i was like oh man and you can see uh if you guys are familiar with that story he was the batman was fighting uh, the mutants uh that were running wild in um in gotham city there was some tied up in front of the tank dude i was like oh my god i mean why I want more of that. I mean, I wanted uh, Ben Affleck's solo Batman film. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut in real quick right here. All right, so I remember a while ago, both both of you brothers asked me at separate times, like if I was a gajillionaire, like my dream director project would be to make that film, make those comics into a live action film, that that uh, Dark Knight Returns series. But my choice for Batman, the old Batman, my choice would be Josh Brolin. Because he's got that jaw structure. Mm-hmm. That, that mean mug. And he would be, just a little footnote, he'd be my choice to play Sergeant Rock. But um, back to this, yeah, when I saw that, uh, and he was standing on the Batmobile, the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile, and I was like... <laughs> but I thought it was cool. I didn't know that J. Jonah Jameson played... Um, Commissioner Gordon, either. Yeah, it was. <laughs> These guys can't pick uh, pick a side. I mean, I understand, man. The struggle is real. You take what take whoever pays you, because I was. They're all over the place in these two universes. Well, was, he he came over to DC, and then uh, Lawrence Fishburne uh, went over to Ant Man. Yeah. Well, that's uh, right. <laughs> I was um I was waiting for him to say uh, <laughs> Superman destroys Gotham. We handle that. <laughs> a little farmer's plug. But yeah, man, it was it was cool. I, I really I really liked it because I like um I like it when it's when films aren't too clean. Like I like gritty when they film with film grain. Um I like that look. That that aesthetic always it always made it kind of retro for me and I, I, I dug it. I mean, I, I I say watch the 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 theatrical cut. It's a totally I, it's a totally different movie, and what this this is what I liked about what Zack Snyder did because if you watch that one, it's really bright, a lot of bright colors. This one was just doom and gloom and dark. That's why I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, there was a few scenes that were from that one, but but a lot of this was. Um, I assume stuff that he they he picked up from the cutting room floor, because I think Joss Whedon took t- took it and just made made his own movie. And I don't know why mm-hmm. he they put on Zack Snyder's name uh, as as a director. From what I understand, he didn't even watch it. I guess his wife yeah. his wife watched it and said don't watch it, and he, he <laughs> said he never did. So I was like, man, I mean because. I wa- after I watched this one, I went back and I, I rewatched uh, the original one. Um, I never, I was, I liked it for what it was. I took it for what it was, but it they made it too, too cartoony. I mean, I mean, the the way the um, what were the demons, the flying demons called the um, you know, you know what the the demons that were flying around. The the way they looked in Joss Whedon's movie, they looked dumb. Only were they like like the one like the those things in uh on Geonosis and um <laughs> Attack of the Clones. 
Not that bad. I mean, but they 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 were similar. But what Zack Snyder, his he's made his look better. Um, I even liked how they looked in uh, the nightmare sequence in uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, in that one, um, I I wanted more. I want that movie. I know it's um, it it was a nightmare and it was a different uh. <sighs> Different timeline. I, I don't really know. I mean, Joker trying to tried to explain it uh, at the end of this one, which I just thought was awesome. I mean, I want uh, another. Uh, I want a Batman movie with with Ben Affleck and Jared Leto together fighting each other. I want that. I, but I want this Joker that was in this one. I don't want the the pimped out tattoos all over his face and all over his body from uh, the. Sorry, ass Suicide Squad, but I am excited for that new one that's coming out, man. Because it's got, it's got Cena, and you can't see him. But um, I want that. Yeah, who? John Cena. He's in the new Suicide Squad. Is that shark thing in there? Yes. Yeah, King Shark. Stallone. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I I think that's gonna. He's gonna steal the movie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he stole that the trailer. damn figure. So hard to find. God. <laughs> but but um. Back back to the Joker scene though, I think that was like, oh my god, that that whole scene would just blew me away. I mean, their their dialogue was just, you know, I, I loved it when Batman dropped the f bomb on him. Because with that scene, when we see all them, all those people together, uh, right before, kind of before that scene, when we had those. Um, I think it was it uh, Cyborg who who was visioning all this stuff when Superman was holding mm-hmm. a burnt up body and it was Lois Lane and you see Darkseid putting his hand on him you see Darkseid stabbing um, Aquaman and uh, just just oh, yeah, Wonder Woman died too yeah the Wonder Woman they were burning her uh, I guess that's the traditional way that Amazonians or whatever deal with their with their with their dead but yeah you got to put that. But got to put the coins in the eyes so the so the uh, what's it the ferryman could take her. I was I was I want I want that. I know HBO tried to come at Warner and say, "Hey man, uh, we we want this," but Warner Brothers we we want the Snyderverse to continue, but Warner mm-hmm. Brothers said, "Nah, we don't want to. We're we're going another direction." So. Yeah, because some of his ideas that he was talking about for for Justice League two and three, we were we were gonna see Joker kill Robin. We were gonna see all this other stuff play out. He he had it planned all the way to Justice League three. Because from from what I was watching after this one came out, if you go back to Batman uh, v Superman, that nightmare sequence when Superman. Uh, confronts batman they said he killed him right there because he pushed in and i assume stopped his heart or something they said he killed him and i'm like what (laughs) so i mean i want to put it in make it into comic book form or something i mean i i want i want to see that or i want to read it or something i did hear that Zack snyder was if they're not going to let him make movies because i'm sure this cost a jillion dollars to make he was he was planning on doing graphic novels for for everyone else to to finish out his story. And if that's the case, if that's all we're gonna get, fine. I mean that, that's cool. I'll I'll buy it and I'll read it. But 
I want to see what he was gonna, where he's gonna go with this. Is he gonna bring in Green Lantern? Is he gonna bring in Shazam at some point? Or I don't know. I mean, that's he. Go ahead. He wanted he wanted to bring in Green Lantern for this one, but they because you know HBO Max has that uh, series coming out, so they told him no. <sighs> Man, I mean, just what about Batmite? You might as well bring in Gleek and uh, the Wonder Twins or uh, Wonder Mutt and, and all them from the, the first Super Friends. Um, I thought Joss Whedon did uh, Cyborg no justice. I mean, I, I heard and read about all the uh, the stuff that was going on with Ray Fisher on set and everything. I mean, because, they, like you said, Brian, it, it made Cyborg in the original one, it made him like just a, a side character. This mm-hmm. one... It made way more sense because I, I'm even in, in that first film, I was like, it's kind of a little too early to be bringing in Cyborg. And uh, why are they doing that? Because I was like, hmm, okay, I mean, I, I'll take it. it, it's cool. But I mean, I know a lot of the little kids knew Cyborg because of um, that cartoon, the Teen, teen Times, yeah, no? that I mean, they, they knew Cyborg from that. So I was like, hmm, okay, whatever, do what you want. But this one, what Snyder did with that, he, he was the main focal point of this, of this whole story, I thought, and he got way more, more screen time, and he got to shine uh, a lot more. Has this guy done anything else? I've only seen him in this. I know. I think he comes from theater, but the only other thing I've seen him on, he was in that third season of uh, True Detective. I haven't seen any of that yet. Zisu's been bugging me to watch him, but but I don't know. I mean, I he was a good actor. I thought he did a really good job. Uh, I would like to see more more of him uh, doing some other things. But I'm just I'm just mad that we're not we're not getting anymore. Who knows? Maybe Warner Brothers will think about them saying no and then just decide to give uh, Snyder all the money he needs because it said this one cost seventy million. Um. I don't know how they figure out how much it earned. Is it all these people that uh, got like new subscription, subscription numbers, or did did they like not do the free trial yet? I mean, because I was like, this is, this is a big movie, and I, I know a lot of people are. I'm just gonna do the free trial, watch the movie, then cancel it. But I don't. I, I don't know. I, I haven't heard anything like as far as if it made money or anything. I'm. I'm sure it'll make. Uh, it's money back once uh, it drops on physical media or just rent it and download or buy it down uh, through downloads and everything. But And um, Mike, you were right on the money. Um, Zack Snyder does plan to release as an IMAX as, as uh, a trilogy of films. He's going to try to, I don't know if he's going to edit them together, but it's going to play in with three movies. Okay, well, anybody want to know the lottery numbers for tomorrow, too? <laughs> well, I want, I want the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman, not the theatrical yep. cut. I want that one. They'll, they'll, they'll probably put that one. I out. want the three-hour version. I don't want the two or whatever it was. Um, if there's a longer Man of Steel, give it to me. Um, mm-hmm. But, again, with those first two films, I, I just didn't like them because... Justice League, Joss Whedon's one didn't it didn't make any sense uh, on what he was trying to do. I 
maybe the higher ups told him, "Look, man, just make your own movie, and we'll we'll, we'll put it out." And if, if that's what he did, that's what he did. I know they did a lot of reshoots, and I, from what I understand, uh, Ben Affleck didn't didn't take a pay. He was like, "You know what? I'll just do it." Uh, I don't want to say um, a couple of the other actors said, "Yeah, we'll we'll just do it." Because, I mean, they all said they were done. Henry Cavill or Cavill, however you say his name, and Ben Affleck both said, well, we're not, we're not going to do it anymore. This, this is it. So I don't know who they're going to get to be Superman. I mean, we're obviously getting uh, the Batman with um, Robert Pattinson. Um, I'm excited for that. I- I'll watch it. Um, and then I know they're talking about wanting to do another Joker movie with um Joaquin Phoenix I think that's a bad idea I think just leave that movie alone it was one and done leave it alone I, I agree and I, I I guess uh JJ Abrams is doing the next Superman movie lens flare galore <laughs> god man I mean all right I mean I'll, I'll see it but I mean who 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 can be Superman I mean I wasn't even really hip on this guy being Superman. I met him, and he was nice, and I found out he was going to be Superman. And I was, oh, cool, right on. I mean, I I think he was at Comic-Con for that movie, uh, Immortals, or whatever that was. I met him in the mm-hmm. ele- in the elevator in our hotel. I mean, he, he still wants to do it, but I think they, he just has a bad relationship with Warner Brothers now, and they I think they might be trying to go somewhere else. But I had read he, he's interested in doing it. I mean, I'm, I'm also glad that they cut out all that bullshit with the, uh, the Wreck-It Ralph chin, uh, then in Joss Whedon's one when they had to, Oh, his funny lip. Yeah. That looked horrible. I, I mean, I forgot in in the very beginning of the film, Batman v Superman. No, no, no. Uh, justice league. I think, or was it? I think it was that one. When, when those little kids are filming him, you can, and, and I, would have never noticed it if people didn't point it out. You can clearly see his jaw and everything. I don't know why he just didn't shave his beard. It wasn't like he had a full ZZ top or anything in, in Mission Impossible. It was just like a little fucking just dirt on his face. He could have grew it back easily. Anyway, but um, I'm glad they cut all that bullshit out. There, there was none of that. Um... But with the, I guess we should read a synopsis because it was totally different from the original. Fueled by his uh, restored faith in humanity, inspired by Superman's self, 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 selfless act, Bruce Wayne enlists newfound ally Diana, Diana Prince to face an even greater threat. Together, Batman and Wonder Woman work quickly to recruit a team to stand against the newly awakened enemy. Despite uh, the formation of an un... Proceeded League of Heroes, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash. It may be too late to save the planet from an assault from a catastrophic proportions. That was Google. Let me see what IMDb has to say. Um, slow internet, everyone. I mean, you guys know how it goes if you listen to our show. Uh, determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne... Alliance forces with uh, Diana Prince and plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of a catastrophic proportions. 
uh, written and directed by Zack Snyder, and there's some other directors or other writers, and of course Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal. Is it Godot? Godot? How do you say her last name? Yeah. Anyway, kiss anyway. <laughs> Wonder anyway Woman feels right. Yeah. Uh, Gigi. Yeah, Ray Fisher, uh, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. I hate him as as Lex Luthor, but all right. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Irons, he's awesome as Alfred. Diane Lane. Um, shout out to DC and uh, uh, the Marvel for getting uh, uh, hot women. To be older women, Diane Lane's beautiful, and as well as uh, what's her name, May from Spider Man. Uh, damn it, what's her name? Oh, um, um, that shit. old lady. Uh, yeah. Oh, Marissa. Tomei. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, you weren't talking about the Raimi one? No. <laughs> so, uh, who else? Uh, and a bunch of other people. Oh, uh, Steppenwolf was. The Iran? I don't know how to say this. Syrian. Syrian Hines. Has he been in anything? Yeah, man. That dude's like, he was uh, in um, Ghost, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. He was the devil. He was in Munich. Um, if you see his face, you recognize him. All right. Yeah, he was in that show, The Terror, that was on AMC. Oh, okay. Uh, the first season. Um, but yeah, him and... Um, uh, yeah. Who who played Dark Side? That's what I'm looking. I think uh, Ray Porter. Mm. Is that here or did I miss it? Yeah, Ray Porter, and I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. Who was um the other dude? Um, God damn it. Um. Which one? The one that uh, decide. Oh, Peter Guinness. Okay. And right, who the hell's Ray Porter? He was Dark Side. I know, but I'm trying to. I. I don't know who he is. Never seen. I've seen all these movies that that he's listed for, but I I don't remember him. Oh, I know a lot of people hate her for the thing that's going on. Amber Heard. I know she's not going to be in the next uh, Aquaman because of the Johnny Depp thing, oh, but I think she's hot. Period. And uh, so, how do you feel about the continuity? Because in this one, she had an accent. Well, did she have an accent? Was she in the the Joss Whedon one? I. Yeah, for a for second. like a second, yeah, because I know she didn't have an accent in James uh James Wan's Aquaman. Yeah, and she had super red hair in that one. Yeah, and uh, Willem Dafoe had long hair in this one, and they didn't, I don't know. They didn't really go into because uh, when uh, Arthur Aquaman when he met uh was it volco when, when he met him you see volco holding i think that's how you pronounce his name uh mm-hmm. green goblin everyone he's holding the the gold aquaman suit i mean they didn't get have it was there an exchange that i missed because uh, he didn't even like give it to him because he because uh, when when they were talking 
Aquaman is like, all right, man, whatever. I had enough of you and, and, and swam away. All right, really quick. In uh, James Wan's Aquaman, he got rid of this bubble that uh, Snyder was doing for the Atlanteans to, to so they were able to talk uh, underwater. I didn't mind it, but after watching Aquaman, I kind of liked didn't they didn't need the air bubble. They just spoke and you can understand them underwater. But eh. yeah, there was there was a lot of continuity errors when it came to Aquaman, because in the Aquaman movie, he can breathe on land because he's half human, half Atlantean. But apparently in Justice League. They all can come on land and breathe there. Yeah, because if uh, Mira, if in the nightmare sequence, she's there with Batman and the gang, they were out in the desert in a wasteland, and I've no water anywhere. So I assume <laughs> Joker called her a fish stick. Yeah, he did. yeah. <laughs> fish stick. And uh, Miles, and, Miles, and he and he said Batman gives reach around. The dude, that was. I mean, that's Joker, <laughs> but. Uh, Joe Morton, Miles Dyson, uh, a.k.a. Silas Stone. Uh, it was good to see him. And then there's many, many other people uh, that are in this. Uh, it was cool to see Jenny uh, make her little cameo. Um, that was Jenny's name. Uh, the Robin Wright. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh... She was what? She was the captain of the guard. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't remember her name. We didn't get an invisible jet, man. Oh, uh, um, I was in '84 and it was garbage. Um, I can't even pronounce her. Annie, Antiope, or Antiop? I don't know. Whatever. But <laughs> she was in this. Oh, Antiope. Yeah, her. Yeah, there you, there you go. Uh, Joe Manganiello uh, as Deathstroke. Yeah. I thought that was pretty sweet. Um. Who else? Just real quick footnote, uh, that figure is based, the McFarlane one, one of my faves. Because that's that's who he modeled it after, is that uh, Zack Snyder one. Because if Ben Affleck was able to do his Batman film, the bad guy was going to be Deathstroke in that one. Mm-hmm. And now we're not getting that. <laughs> so uh, That was that was Deathstroke at the end, right? Yeah, no yeah. Helmet on? yeah that was okay. him. Uh, of course, Jared Leto as the Joker, and then there's just many, many other people in this. But um, not Clint Howard; he wasn't in it. No. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Clint Howard, he, I, I might uh, go down to Houston to the Houston Horror Fest. He's going to be there, and uh, might be my only chance to meet him. Have him sign my uh, Evil Speak uh, Blu-ray. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Have you seen that movie, Brian? <laughs> yeah. All right. Damn. What? When's that? Uh, in June. Hey. So I might I might send you my uh, my ice cream man <laughs> Blu-ray for him to sign. That's what I need to get. <laughs> but all right. I mean, I did, this is uh, what a lot of people were flipping out about uh, when the first uh, um, theatrical cut came out. Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, aka the Flash. How did you guys feel about his performance? Either. Mike can go ahead first. Uh, I thought he was cool. Little uh, his little comic relief stuff. I never watched the Flash. I never. I didn't watch the TV show. But he's in the TV show, right? No, someone else. different actor. No, it's a different actor. Oh, okay, 
Um, I thought it was cool. I thought um, they could have did a little bit less of the, the his little slow-mo thing. Like, they could have sped those scenes up a little bit more. But um, my favorite my favorite scene with him was, uh, he's a, wait a minute, do you have a satellite? <laughs> I have six. Or and then what was that? What? Uh, what's your superpower? <laughs> I'm rich. I mean, um, he was good for a little comic relief, and um, yeah, I, I I didn't mind his his character at all. I wanted to see more of that, um, like the connection to him uh, appearing to Bruce Wayne on uh, that flashback, that dream mm. sequence. Um, so yeah, but I, I thought he was cool. I mean, I thought everybody did a good job. But yeah, going back, um, I thought you know, like like everybody says, Cyborg was the heart of the story in this one. Um, I liked his character. I thought he was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, but yeah, man, it was it was a. Uh, I, I thought Flash. I dug Flash. His um, just his. I never really was into that character, but this one made me a. You know, I I, I could be a fan. Um, I, I definitely liked him better in Zack Snyder's version. Um, just that introduction into him, uh, with his, uh, what was his love interest? Um, probably should have had all this pulled up. A girl in the rec scene. Yeah, that, that's his love interest. Uh, I've anyway, uh, that yeah, that that whole scene, um, I just I, I, Mike, I agree with you. There was a little too much slow mo, but that opening scene of him going so fast, he burned right out of his shoes, and then yeah. the way he went through that window, how the glass just rippled first. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, but- I, he was way more enjoyable in this one than the first one. And then a lot of people complain about the way he runs. I mean, he's not a track star. It's not, you know, he got <laughs> the power yeah. of speed and he knows how to run perfect form. So it, it never bothered me. And, um, yeah, I, I, I dug it, especially his scene where him and Cyborg had to work together at the end to, uh, you know, with the mother box, I, I that, that whole thing, I, I, I really dug too. Yeah. Iris West. There you go. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with him. I'm, he was uh, in Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon's one. I thought Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller like killed it in that one. I think in Snyder's cut, um, Jason Momoa, they toned him down, not because um, how I mean, the, the videos and everything I see of Jason Momoa as as just being out there, being cool, riding his motorcycles and doing what he does. That's how wild and crazy he was in, in the first in the original theatrical cut. And he was like, "Woo yeah, party and all that. That's they toned him down <laughs> in this one. I mean, I could see why, because this, this was a more darker version <laughs> Um, they toned down uh, the comedy between both of them because there was a lot of comedy. I remember laughing through that whole film every time those two were on the screen. Um, the part that I wish, I, I, I assume it was Josh Whedon's deal that, that, that made me laugh the most in that one was uh, right before they brought uh, Superman back. When they were when uh, Barry Allen was talking about, well, he's, when he comes back, is he going to be the same or is he going to be evil and he goes like in pet cemetery uh i thought they were going to bring that part they they cut that the original. yeah i wanted that again 
just that one little scene, I thought that was funny because when he did come back and he went pet cemetery and and all they all that was cut. So, but um, I I like Ezra Miller as an actor. I mean, before I, I'd seen him as as the Flash. I mean, I've liked him in uh, other films. Um, so, but I again, this was a more darker version. Um and and I was cool with it. Uh, the end, the very end. I mean, I know we're jumping all over everyone, but uh, the end when uh, we see uh, when they go to Arkham and and we find out that Lex Luthor, uh, Jesse Eisenberg uh, escaped. I just don't like Jesse Eisenberg. I, I don't know. To me, he acts the same in everything he's he's in. Uh, but like Ice Cube. Yeah, but I did like him in that one crazy weird movie. Uh, what was that movie, Brian? Oh, uh, Barbarian. Oh man, that that made my top ten list. That movie was awesome, but I still hate him. But <laughs> he's not my Lex Luthor, man. If it's not uh, Gene Hackman or um, what's his name from Smallville? Damn it! What the hell is his name? I listen to his podcast all the time. Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, Rosenbaum. Yeah, there you go. That's Lex. But I don't know. I guess we're not going to see uh, any more of him. Uh, if if Snyder doesn't get to do what he needs to do, but uh, I did, uh, I liked what they did. What they changed the the ending, but when he when he's having that talk with um, Joe Manganiello, the hell's his name? Deathstroke. 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 I mean, the because in the theatrical cut, he told him he goes, yeah, he goes, I think we need to start our own Legion, to, hinting the the Legion of Doom. But even when I heard that, I was I was all excited. But now we're not getting it. But in the end of this, in this one, he goes, "All right, I can tell you who Batman is. It's it's Bruce Wayne," and I, and that was supposed to lead into Ben Affleck's Batman movie. So we're obviously which, not getting that. Which he uh, Joe Maganello's uh, Deathstroke was also supposed to get his own movie because they did like some test footage and uh, he looked pretty badass in that. Uh, in that costume. I mean, I like Joe Manganiello. I mean, period. I mean, everything that I've seen him in, I thought he was cool. And he's got a hot-ass wife, so. But. Yeah, he does. I, I want more of this. And I. And right now, we're not getting it. Um, Hopefully, the, the higher-ups of Warner Brothers are, are gonna, rethinking their no. And maybe... Um, Get us to a maybe or or a yes, and well, it's up to the people, I think, because you remember they they said their the Snyder cut didn't exist, and the demand was just so overwhelming that they were okay. There there is a Snyder cut, but you're not getting it, and then people just kept kept it up, and here we are. So I mean, you never know. Uh, well, I think uh, Wonder Woman needs another movie to make us forget that last one because that one was horrible i i don't know what they were trying to do with that one but i mean but for this film being a totally different story i mean bringing in dark side uh i thought that was pretty sweet i mean even going back to uh, batman v superman bringing in doomsday i thought uh that was pretty good i mean but i think the, the the one of the problems i had with this film probably the only problem we don't get Superman until two hours into the movie. That was I know that I know we, there was a lot of buildup and everything and stories that needed to be laid down for everyone. All right, cool, but 
man, I wanted Superman like uh, from from the get go, but um, and and let me let me say real quick, the whole introduction of Lois when he's uh, Superman comes back and he's fighting with the Justice League or fighting against them that made more sense in this one than them having what what essentially she was like a backup plan in the original version. Yeah. But this one, her going to the memorial and mourning him every time made sense for her to be there. Yeah. I mean, the, the big, the beginning of this one was, was totally different from the other one. Cause that other one, we had Batman on the rooftop trying to catch one of those flying demon things. Parademons, yeah. When he was trying to catch one of those with, um, what's his name? I remember he was in Fight Club, and he was a bunch. He's one of those that guy type of thing. Wasn't he in like Creep Show too? Yeah, he was the the Indian guy. Uh, in, oh, uh, um, Holt McCallany. Yeah, him. He was. What was his name in Creep Show too? Um, Sam was the guy with the. He was the guy with the hair, right? Yeah, Sam, Sam White Moon. Yeah, he's gonna make it to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, come on, man, Hollywood. I mean, there's there's real native actors out there. You ain't, ain't got to get white guys and darken them up and put wigs on them. But I do love that story. <laughs> it just, creeps uh, show too. Just real quick, uh, if you guys are Holt McCallany fans, uh, check them out on um, that Netflix show, Mindhunter. Oh, excellent show. Yeah, he's uh, he's in that. that dude, I love that dude's character. Yeah, come on, Netflix, season three. Come on. Yeah, man, for real. But he's wait. He's in the beginning of the Whedon cut. Yeah, he's in the beginning. Who, him and Batman. Who is he? Just one of Batman's helpers. What? <laughs> he okay? He's basically he's. I think he's a burglar, and Batman essentially uses him as bait for the pair demons to come. Oh, and okay. That that's it. He's in the movie for maybe like five minutes. If that, I mean, but yeah. Um, that's when I knew when that in the beginning of that one, that's when I kind of knew where it was going. All right, this is going to be a slapsticky comic style film. Yeah, they're all comic characters, but, uh, in the beginning of that one, you knew how the rest of the movie was going to go and and it did. Go yeah. Down. And they, they took that scene, the, the one whole aspect of the first one out the with the family. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the Russian was- family. Yeah, when the parademons were flying up to the window and the, the girl was trying to spray him with bug spray. Because in that one, they made it seem like the the parademons uh, fed off of fear. That's mm-hmm. why they were able to get you. They kind of mentioned it in this one, but like like really quick, and they didn't they didn't dwell on it uh, as a part of the of their characters. So I was like, mm, okay, that was the reason why Batman used that dude to to catch one of those things because he kind of Batman held him over the over the ledge of, of this building and he was ah he was screaming and he was scared that's what brought out those parademons but um the beginning of this one i i loved it how it went back to the death of uh superman when um doomsday stabbed him uh through the chest after i watched this and i had that's when i had to go back and rewatch those because i totally forgot how superman died i knew doomsday did it but i couldn't remember how 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 it happened so, but I like that, and in the theatrical cut, they didn't go into the, the unless I unless I'm forgetting because in this one in Snyder's cut, the reason why uh, Steppenwolf showed up and everything to to look for those boxes 
is because there was no Kryptonian there. Superman was dead, so that's why they were able to come down uh, and find him. Because when Superman screamed at the beginning of this one, that like uh, scream blast or whatever woke up the the mother boxes. So that's why, ah, man, they're on Earth. Let's go. So I, I like that. Um, did they use that for the same excuse for Steppenwolf to come in the first one? I don't no. know. Yes, that's how he, I would have remembered that. So kind of seemed like he just came. Yeah, he just showed up. And and it's, it there was no I don't even think him mentioning dark side uh in the other one. I think it was just he wanted him. To- yeah, cuz there was there was more of an explanation that he had basically he had <sighs> fucked up in the past and he was trying to make it right and earn his way back to dark side. Mm. Because in this but, in in this one, he once he he was trying to find those mother boxes for Dark Side, so Dark Dark Side could come to Earth and destroy it. Because he said he destroyed what fifteen thousand other universes or planets or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but Steppenwolf accidentally found out that Earth was the place for the anti uh, life equation. You guys are gonna have to look that one up because that one was that's hard to explain. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I liked that that they they brought that into this one, and because uh, when Steppenwolf uh, talked to Darkseid through that little piece of metal or whatever it was that was holding the boxes when he was finding them, when he told him that the anti life equation was on Earth, and he was like, "Oh, what? Yeah, I need that. All right, now I need to come now find that third box so I can come down." I was like the whole movie. I was thinking, why didn't he just come anyway and help Steppenwolf? I mean, before Superman jumped into it, because he was obviously battling with them before Superman came. Yeah, I think they were because they they showed the last time he was on Earth, and I think he was trying to have the mother boxes together before the Justice League united. Because you saw what happened when everybody united in the original battle uh, he was because I, I heard people have, have a problem with a dark side losing you know catching an axe to the shoulder and just being dragged off and i think the whole point of that was everybody came together you know the the, the ancient gods and green lanterns and amazonians and you know humans i mean i liked that i mean like i think one of you said in the beginning i want to see that movie uh, yeah. When they were fighting Darkseid, I mean, because they 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 did made they were saying that um, the Amazonians and the uh, Atlanteans were like kind of like enemies. They they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't talk or anything. But when they all had to come together to just put their their bullshit aside to uh, face Darkseid, way way back, however many years ago. I mean, I thought that was pretty sweet on what they did. I mean, they showed us a lot more and explained a lot more uh, in Snyder's cut because in the Joss Whedon ones, like they just oh, they they mention it, they talk about it. Oh, this is what happened, and yeah, and and that was it. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I I I wouldn't let no one put my name on a movie that I wasn't a part of, uh, and I, I don't understand why Zack Snyder let them put his name on that movie. Because it, it wasn't it wasn't his movie though. I mean, I mean, I look don't at, know. Look, why why did they keep a 
you know, it's like, look at your franchise, you know, why they keep throwing, uh, like John Carpenter. When they asked him, well, why, you know, what did you think about this Halloween movie? And his first thing is, hey, I got paid. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if, if, you know, like, for example, look at Poltergeist. It says directed by Toby Hooper, but they, Toby Hooper himself said Steven Spielberg directed most of the movie. I still but like yeah, that one. We didn't get a Poltergeist cut. The remake <laughs> was terrible. <laughs> but. but it was, I mean, all in all, in all the film was, uh, it was, it was well worth the wait. You know, the, the hype up to it was pretty cool. The, the promotional material was pretty cool. And then finally when it was on, God damn, I mean, I wonder how many people just like watched it all at once. You know, it, it was, it was cool. It was a good, uh, it's, it's, it still ain't, uh, Avengers, but you know, it was cool for what it was. I mean, you can <laughs> clearly see the whole, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the same formula. It's the exact same thing. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, even, uh, what's his name's, uh, little line he stole from Endgame. Let's go get this son of a bitch. It's like, ah, Cap used that already. Dig deeper. I mean, like, let's go get, let's go get this sucker. <laughs> 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 That's what it should have said. Um, I mean, I, I want another Batman movie with Ben Affleck. I mean, I, I'm, I'm all about Batfleck. I was a, against it in the beginning when I found out he was going to be Batman. I was like, what, really? Mm-hmm. But uh, he is—he is coming back for the Flash. But I, I want—I want his movie. I want to—I want to see what he was gonna do. I mean, Ben Affleck's Academy Award winner. I mean, he—he's got his. He earned it. He—he he can write, he can direct, and he can act. I know uh, some just, some of you people might not think so, but I like it. Let's let's clear that up. He's an Academy Award winner for writing. He can't act for shit. Yeah, he can. <laughs> name, name one movie that he's not Ben Affleck. Batman, Justice League. He, he's still Ben Affleck. <laughs> he was good. The only thing he's not doing is crying. And he was good in um. What the fuck was that movie that Kevin Smith won? Mallrats. He was awesome in that movie. But he was still Ben Affleck. The yeah. only movie he wasn't Ben Affleck was Reindeer the Games. Oh yeah, <laughs> Reindeer. <laughs> that, that was hella good. We need to do that one, Brian. <laughs> no, the accountant. That's the only movie he wasn't Ben Affleck. I didn't see it. Yet. I have it. I haven't watched it yet. You, Oh wow! Yeah, my wife loves that movie. That, that, that that's a good one, especially because it has a uh, John Bernthal in it too. Uh, the Zisu uh, said uh, to watch it, and I, it was like three dollars during those Christmas sales. I'll take it. I haven't watched it yet, but I have it. It's good. But um, I want. I, I still want another Batman movie with him. But if we're getting him in Flash, is uh, Ezra Miller the Flash in that? Yep, Ezra Miller. Originally, it was supposed to be The Flash and Cyborg, but his problems with Warner Brothers, they cut him out. So it's going to be Ezra Miller, Ben Affleck's returning, and Michael Keaton is returning as Batman also. He's not Batman. Uh, wait, how's that? I think they're doing a multi multiverse. Yeah. He's going to be an older Batman. That's yeah. That's my fear. That's that's the pinnacle Batman. That two, those two movies were garbage. No uh, way, dude. That was just, uh, that was, he was a good Batman because you know why? That's Mr. You Mom. know why? Yeah, juice. that's exactly 
that's exactly why. No. Like Tom Hanks, man. He Tom Hanks, everybody thought he was just going to be a comedic actor. Shit. He blew everyone away with so far. And that's cool. It was like when an when a actor, like, look how much everybody's going to hate on him. Let's see. Who made the tra- uh Let's see. Heath Ledger is the Joker. Like, Joker's had tons of hater aid through actors. Like, Joaquin Phoenix, really? Boom, blew us away. Heath Ledger, really? Boom, blew us away. And it's like Ben Affleck is Batman. It's like he was skeptical, but then, you know, he delivered. He's got a fan base now. But um, for me, the, the 89 Batman's always been nostalgic because, like, I mean, I just like, well, I'm a, I like Tim Burton. I like that the way that they took it. I mean, it gave us a bleak view of Gotham City mm-hmm. other than what we were used to seeing with boom, pow, zoom. That's Batman. <laughs> There's only one Batman, and that's Adam West. Rest in peace. Um, the reason I what I I know should be talking about Justice League, but the '89 Batman. The reason I didn't like it, it was it was just I I didn't like what uh, Burton was trying to do w- with the character. I didn't I didn't like how Batman looked of him not be, had to turn his whole body to turn his head. I never liked that. Um. And killing off the bad guys in both films. Killed off the Joker, then he kills off the, the Penguin. I was like, come on. I was like, ugh. But remember, alternate universes. Uh, no, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> and what's his name? We didn't, he didn't even get to shine. Uh, Billy D as um, Two-Face. We, we didn't get to see that. And uh, I wanted more Catwoman, though, uh, in, the, in the second one. But... I mean, but yeah, those movies are what they are. I do. I have all of them. I have every every Batman movie that's out. Um, I mean, because I love Batman. Okay. Batman's my favorite DC character. That's why I have all of them. And I, I mean, I hate Batman and Robin, but I still have it. To me, out of those first, uh, well, those it wasn't the first four movies, the second, third, fourth, and fifth, or whatever. Uh, I out of those ones, I liked uh, what's his name, Val Kilmer as Batman, Batman Forever. I thought that one was a good movie. Uh. Uh, nipples and all, uh, I liked it. I thought Jim Carrey killed it as the as the Riddler. I wasn't feeling Tommy mm, Lee Jones as Two Face. <laughs> almost killed the franchise. <laughs> oh my God, Kev! I like that Kev, one. What? Oh my God, why? Because it was awesome. And don't I, and, and hella good is not an excuse. It was hella good. Out of those, you got you know it was. Out of all those before was, before that Chris movie Nolan's was dog shit. No, it was what, it was what? it was better than the first two. Or not the first when two, was the, the second last or third. Time you watched it the other day. Watch it, okay. Watch it again and just look at it and then ask yourself: Am I an idiot for liking? No, this? man, I love that one, man. Why? Because it was awesome. I love Joe Schumacher. No, it it Rest was in peace. Stupid. It was all bright and stupid, and just <laughs> everybody was fighting for a paycheck. That's all it was. I thought it was Is that good. the one where he had the the, the bat credit card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie was hot garbage. It was all it was hot all the way from the beginning to end. Joel Schumacher should have just stuck with keeping the Lost Boys going. That's what he should know. Well, Don't someone t- took no. over those ones and ruined both of them. But I saw them all. It's, it's just <laughs> not, dude. You can't. No, God. And they had that grown ass man as Robin. What was his name? Yeah, was it Chris O'Donnell? <laughs> yeah, yes, that's when I met LL Cool J in Burbank. I, that's what I called him. I was like, "You in that show with Robin?" What and is, he started laughing. What is that show called? <laughs> uh, NCI or uh, yeah, NCIS. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I told him, I was like, my dad likes that show with you and uh, Robin. And he just started laughing. <laughs> what has he done oh. other than that TV show? Not LL, uh, Robin. Chris O'Donnell? That. I'm sure he's working uh, somewhere. Yeah, it's probably going to be in some Lifetime Christmas movies or something with Lorenzo Lamas and Candace Camion Biru or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you've gone to acting hell, man. But, hey, they're working, so I can't hate on them. I, I I try it. I mean, shout out to Big Jesse. He watches hey, real, he watches all those Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies. Real, hey, real quick, uh, you mentioned something like in the Joss Whedon cut. What what was Ray Fisher's thing on set? Like, was he divaing out or what? No, they... it was it wasn't him. It was Josh. Josh Whedon. Whedon. Yeah, he seems to have a reputation of uh, treating people on set badly. Damn. And he, cho- he chose him <laughs> out of everyone because he, I, he was the, I, this is what I took from it. He was the, mm, the unknown out of all of them. I think, I think that's why he was able to just, uh, just use him as a kick around. Hey man, you're, you're, you're not anyone. You're, you're lucky you're in this movie. I mean, that's how I took it from the things that I've read. I mean, I don't know so exactly how- what happened, but. That's how they should have treated Finn in Star Wars. He says they did. <laughs> it's like he, but yeah. Oh, anyway. Um, um, okay, so here, here's the question for you, for you guys. Uh, which which scene in this one got you all teary eyed? Or which pick one out of uh, out of the scenes that, or out of the whole movie? For Autumn, at the very end, got me. <laughs> It does for autumn. Zack Snyder's. Yeah, I have have to agree. That got me at the end. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, But uh, other than that one, the when um, uh, Martha, when she. Oh, fuck. When she drove up and saw him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was good. Um. Yeah, that that scene and uh, that Superman, um, the piano cues always mm. get me when uh, his um, the little soft piano tune they always play when they reference him, especially after he died. Yeah, but I thought the part that gave me goosebumps was when they showed the Superman ship, and you heard that theme, the other mm. Superman theme, that really striking one. I thought that was cool. I love music. Like I'm glad they brought Junkie XL back to do the music and Hans Zimmer. Like Hans Zimmer, man, that dude. Like um, John Williams and Hans Zimmer, man, they 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 kill movie music. I mean, I um, like I liked what's his name's music and the other one, um, Oingo Boingo, um, Danny Elfman. Yeah, I mean, I liked what he did in that one. It fit that movie. I don't think um, the music he would have done would have fit this darker version. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I would have had to go with the scene, um, I would probably go with the the death of uh, Cyborg's father. Oh, yeah. Because their relationship up to that, I felt like they were kind of coming to an understanding and then come to find out he he was sacrificing himself to not destroy the mother box, but to heat it up so they can locate it. 
I, I thought that that was a pretty emotional scene right there. I like when um when they're in the lab and then they're all walking, they're all going to do something, and then Cyborg stops and looks at his dad, and his dad's all, "Go," you know. It's like it's still he still looked to his dad for permission, mm-hmm. and his dad's like, "Go." I mean, that's that's who you are. The other part that got me was um after uh, <clears throat> Victor Cyborg when he like scored the touchdown at the game and he was ah he was all happy and all his teammates were cheering and screaming with him you go up to the to the to the stands you see his mom and then he looks over and sees that empty seat and then he's just like crushed like fuck man my dad's never here because he just stood there and had that sad look on his face as everyone all i mean i love the shot really because all his teammates are all hooting and hollering high-fiving because they won the game, but he's just like, I don't care about anything anymore because my dad wasn't yeah. there to see it. I was like, oh. I mean, that's a story, I mean, that I've heard, not not for, I never went through it personally. When I did play sports, my parents were there, but uh, a lot of my friends that, that went through that, like, I wish my mom was here, I wish my dad was here, and hearing it uh, through uh, some close friends of that. So when I saw that scene, it just took me back to, uh, when I was a kid, listening to my friends, com- not complain, but my mainly sad that their one of their parents weren't there. So I think that part got me. I mean, there was um another scene in it. I didn't, I didn't, I knew it was for something, but I didn't, I didn't catch it the first time. I was watching YouTube videos, somebody pointed it out. It's the scene when um when Bruce, uh, him and uh, Barry, uh, the Flash, when they get in the I don't like fancy cars, but that whatever that Mercedes car that uh, Bruce or that uh, Bruce had, when they drove off and they drive up uh, onto the on ramp onto the freeway, there's a huge billboard, and it says "You're not alone," and that was a reference for uh, Zach's daughter um, Autumn because she mm-hmm. she committed suicide, and that was a, a suicide prevention. Uh, I think there, I think there was a number there. I don't remember the number and and what it said. I was like, ah. Now I want to go back and watch Josh Whedon because I'm sure they showed that again. It was probably something else. Um, there was a lot of product placements in the in these films. I mean, they, it was all throughout. But I thought that one uh, was really was was really was was good and it was touching. I mean, that was the reason why uh, Snyder left the project because uh, the passing of his daughter. And I, I thought that was when I first heard that when when we first when the first movie before that one came out I was like oh man, but uh, I didn't know he wasn't coming back. I, I thought he was gonna yeah do, well, do what he it, had to do and then go back. It, it actually happened, I think, before they started really filming the movie, and I think he tried to throw himself into his work, but it, it just was too much for him yeah i mean i i I totally understand uh on a personal level on on how he felt so i mean that i think that's why that that ending got me Mm -hmm. i mean a lot of movies that that i've watched after uh everything that went on in my life i mean i see other than i look at the world differently now but i've noticed a lot of when movies like this uh when they just little subtle things in this. I mean, like I said, especially when 
when uh when Martha Kent shows up back at the house and she sees Clark uh for the first time after he's back and how she just couldn't believe it and running up to her son like is is this is it you and I was like oh man even the in Josh Whedon's version that part got me so I knew that was coming in this one and I just didn't I just preparing myself for it but I mean and then that that one was tough man and it was cool man I mean I loved um when we're dealing with Superman as a character, I mean, what Richard Donner did, I, I thought the that was cool with Glenn Ford, and I can't remember the actress that played his mom. I, I like that in Man of Steel with Kevin Costner and, and and Diane Lane, and that one I thought they did a really good job. Um, I know, I think they just, I think just, I think we just heard Kevin Costner's voice in this one. I, I don't think they showed him. Yeah, that was uh that was cool with the um the crossover voiceover with him and um him and uh Russell Crowe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good a good mm-hmm. touch. Who uh, off subject Russell Crowe was just cast in the, the the next Thor movie. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? They jumping so all over the, Thor, the place. Yeah, so the Thor movie will not only have him and Christian Bale. Oh my God! So, yeah, they're they're going big with that one. Oh God! Eddie Murphy's gonna be the next Black Panther. <laughs> they just jump all over in these two universes, back and forth. There was T'Chaka, T'Challa, and there's gonna be Joe Mama. <laughs> God, yeah. I, 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 really quick, the MCU. Did you guys watch the latest uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, not the latest one. I saw the first one. Oh, well, th- it, this isn't a spoiler, but <laughs> the part that made me laugh is when uh, 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 when uh, Sam was uh, or Falcon was talking to, to Bucky. He goes, "Man, you, what? You spent a little time in in Wakanda. Now you're the the White Panther." <laughs> uh, this second episode was way better than the first. I thought so. I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I like. I liked his interaction with the kid. Oh, he's like, "Hey, it's it's Black Falcon." He was like, "No, I'm just Falcon." My dad says you're the Black Falcon. So, what do I just call you, Black Kid? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that it had uh, George St. Pierre at the beginning. Yes, GSP. Man, I'm a GSP fan, true. But I thought that was cool. Did he did he plays the same character he played in a Winter Soldier or Civil War? No, Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, Batrock. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, real quick, I I got to do some catching up because I'm I'm stuck on a um that show Kingdom on Netflix. Oh, uh, the uh, MMA or yeah, okay. No spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, dude, it's Frank Grillo. Forget about it. He was badass and what did we just watch, Brian? Uh, boss level. Yeah, boss level. <laughs> is that really good? I, I still have to watch that one too. It, it's it's more of a comedy, but it's good. <laughs> still haven't watched uh, WandaVision, man. I, I I'm way behind on that. That's hella good. Hero all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but back to Justice League. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that there was more Alfred as well. Jeremy Irons, he's just an amazing actor, uh, and no matter what he's in. Uh, I'm glad that they gave him a little more time to shine in this one. I mean, it seems like they gave everybody more time to shine in this one. Well, shit, it was four hours, so it gave him more than mm-hmm. enough time. 
but I mean, overall, I think to me, this this standout character was was Cyborg, Victor Stone, Ray Fisher. I thought he made way more sense in this one than in the first one. I mean, they kind of give you the idea on uh, who he is and what happened to him, but they didn't. That was it. And then they just throw him into battle uh, when they're fighting uh, um, Steppenwolf at, at the end uh, in Russia. I'm glad they cut out all of that because that was just, I mean, I mean, after the end of this one, uh, what they did, that one just made, it was just too goofy. And, and like I said earlier with Jason Momoa, Aquaman being just ah screaming and hooting and hollering, that's all he did at the end of that one, which I liked. I mean, I, I like Jason Momoa. Awesome guy. I met him once, but I, I'm kind of glad they just didn't even bother with any of that i mean they because that i mean that would there was really no point in showing that whole little russian family at the end i mean it just it was just more killing time you could have showed more more fighting and everything so but mm-hmm. um i did like how that they did go back to russia to use that uh little wasn't a silo it was um uh, but where were it wasn't Chernobyl? Where were they? Probably uh, uh, uh what's Pripyat? Whatever those big smokestack things were. I mean, I did like how because they said there was uh, still plenty of radiation there. That's why I was able to to hide them. Uh, while yeah, they were there. Was, there. There was Chernobyl, and then the the town was Pripyat. Speaking of Chernobyl, did you guys watch that? Hell yeah! Oh man, Brian, did you watch it? No, I, I wasn't in the, the the right mood to watch that. <laughs> yeah, you got to be in the mood. I mean, that movie, oh, that show was to me, it was scary. I because it was all real, <laughs> and it still scared me. But it made me want to watch uh, Chernobyl Diaries. I like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that movie. <laughs> you didn't like that one, Brian? No, <laughs> all right, I didn't man. like. I didn't like the reveal at the end. All right, I was like, Mwah. "Well, I'm gonna make you watch it again for 31 Days of Horror because I liked that movie." <laughs> all right, <laughs> but um, I mean this this whole movie was was amazing. I mean, we'd be here all night. Um, we're not gonna break it down like we usually do, um, because we'll be here all night. But I, yeah. I thought everybody in it. Got equal equal time to shine uh, on the on the screen and everyone's story, and uh, for me, I just want I would want more of this. I want to see what Zack Snyder w- was gonna do with with two and three, but I don't know if we're ever gonna get it. If we get it, cool. I mean, I would like to see. I mean, dealing uh, with Wonder Woman, I would like to see another. Uh, Maybe not the earlier days. I would like to see more on um, was it the Island of Paradise? What was her place called? The island she was the from? Mascara. Yeah, the Mascara. I, I, I'd want to see more of that. I mean, I just I want to see nothing but that. <laughs> I love Robin Wright, Jenny. I mean, I want to see more of her. I thought she was just a badass character uh, in that first uh, Wonder Woman movie. And uh, but. I don't know. Um, I'm hoping whatever they're doing with uh, the next uh, Wonder Woman film, it, take your time and just think about it and give us a better bad bad character 
mean, nothing against Kristen Wiig. I love her, but that Cheeto was. Ugh. And uh, hey, was Gene in that one? No, he wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, they cut that out completely, <laughs> or just didn't even film it. I mean, because he told me he was going to be in it, but I guess not. <laughs> so, but, uh, um, do you know the story behind that? Yeah, he told me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as far as Aquaman. I did like that movie for for what it was, but um, I don't know what they're doing with this next one. And uh, but uh, uh, they obviously got to do find another Mira. So I I don't know. I I don't know. This whole universe is all up in the air right now, and I don't I I don't know what they're doing. (laughs) I think that's the the whole. Thing that the thing going to be with the Flash movie? I think they're going to reset everything with the the what is it the Flashpoint paradox? Is that what they're doing with the uh, MCU as well with Doctor Strange and Spider Man? <sighs> I don't know. Uh, you did you could speculate on that, especially one after WandaVision. So many theories. Yeah, I mean, if you look at both of these, I mean, they're. DC is trailing way, way behind because they they don't have as many movies. But they, I see them Warner and all of them trying to compete with them. I mean, it's two totally different things. Yes, MCU is much, much better, but they don't they don't have the problems that Warner is giving DC. But if you guys want to watch awesome things, watch all the animated stuff. That's on uh, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. All that stuff on there is awesome. I don't understand. I've said this on the regular show. Why can't the live action stuff take note from what those guys are doing? Yes, they can do a little more because it's animated, but their stories are, are way much better. And I maybe get one of those directors or those writers to come over and make a live action film. I, I don't know. Yeah, let let filmmakers that are fans of the material make the movies. I know. Don't get someone that's never made, uh, doesn't even read the the source material, and, and make a comic book movie. I I just I, I don't like that. But I mean, Zack Snyder. I again, I didn't really care for his first two movies the first time I watched them, but I think what he did with this one, it, it made those ones make more sense. So I, I thought it was really good. I, re- I was also reading something that was saying that this made Wonder Woman 84 make more sense. I don't know how. I, I only seen that movie once. I'll, yeah. I'll take their word. I'll take their word for it. I was about to say, send me that article so I can read it because I don't understand how it makes that movie better. <sighs> that was, <laughs> I was excited for it. And then when we finally got it, I was like, that's it. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Anything else about this uh, film before we get out of here? No, I think that's uh, that's it for me. I think we, I mean, like you said, if we if we did a regular show, how we usually do, we'll we'll be here for hours, longer than four hours. And uh, <laughs> trying to we're trying to stay away from those three hour shows. <laughs> so, but. Uh, Oh, time cop. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're still up in the air on that one. I mean, even with Mike, when we did uh, 
Total Recall. We left. We still didn't know if, if that really happened or not. But. <laughs> oh, Total Recall. Yeah, oh, remember when we uh, did that yeah. one? <laughs> we went round was and it, round. Was it real or was it? I, was like, oh, I, was like, I guess it's just up to the viewer. I mean, Jesus, don't get to get don't get into Inception. Oh, I mean, gosh. oh well. Well, speaking of that, we're gonna we're gonna tackle it because the Zisu says he can explain it to me. I only seen it once, and it went right over my head. <laughs> so, I mean, I left. Well, just it. like you, you put me on the spot at that one show we went to. And you're like, my brother here can explain the whole phantasm thing. That too, man. <laughs> if you didn't explain it to me that one time, I would have went what. <laughs> so. I and, and I I told him I told him, it got summed up in one line, and the last movie confirmed it. That? And that's that's that one line was Brian. Are you a Phantasm fan? Oh yeah, but I have no idea what what the okay. fuck's going on. So you saw the last one, right, Ravager? Yeah. Okay, and the tall man summed it up, and I think part three. Is when, or part three or four was when he said, Ice Cream Man, it's all in his head. And part five, Ravager confirmed that it was all in Reggie's head. Huh. I need to rewatch so, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause remember, he was, uh, like he was in that home. And that was the world he, he preferred was to have Jody and Mike in that world and Chunk, that little dwarf dude. <laughs> I just remember it turned, turned into Mad Max at the end of that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But yeah, man, that's uh, uh I love getting into debates with people on these Facebook pages I belong to about that movie. And it's like, first of all, man, you're like eighth generation Phantasm fan. I'm first. <laughs> and, oh, I always post that thing about you with you and Don Coscarelli. Remember who would win in a fight? Michael Myers or the tall man? <laughs> I still have that video. <laughs> Oh man, oh, yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have to eventually tackle that whole series. We only did the first movie like once, but I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll do it again. But um, I'm telling you, man, look, you guys got to get you you, you got to watch and review Vigilante Force. Is that on anything? Uh, I don't think so. I sent it to uh, I I sent that recommendation to Brian once. That one and uh, Defiance. All them 70s ones, Defiance, Rolling Thunder. Jan Michael Vincent one? Yeah. What did you what would you what did you say? What what movie? I'm sorry. Okay, Vigilante Force, Rolling Thunder with William William Devane and a young, very young Tommy Lee Jones. Um and uh White Line Fever. White Line Fever and Defiance. Uncommon Valor. Yes. Vigilante Force. I did see this one. Yeah, with Chris Christopherson yeah. and Jan Michael Vincent. Yeah. Oh, man. What year was this? 76. 70, 76. Yeah, I, I saw that in a the theater with Mom. I, was, I saw the drive-in. Ah, Damnation Alley. Love that movie. Goofy. <laughs> it's hella goofy, but I love it. That, that's one of the, that's like Jaws 3. That's like a guilty pleasure movie. It's like this is not very good, but it's like it's we watch it. Just three, we love it. Just three is hella good. I don't care what anyone says. Even my kids hate. <laughs> it. All my kids hate it, <laughs> but I don't care. Movie's awesome. 
But uh, yeah, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League, all four hours in, is amazing. If you got HBO Max, I'm sure you guys have all seen it already. But um, if you haven't seen it and you're a physical media uh, person, it's coming out to Steelbook in May. Um, I think it's a Best Buy exclusive. But um, Speaking of Best Buy exclusive, did you pre-order Mortal Kombat, Brian? Yeah, I just just actually, I just got an email saying I gotta go pick it up tomorrow. Oh man, I mean, I I missed out. Wait, which that uh, that the the double one, the new one that's coming out? No, they're putting the original two movies in in a steelbook collection. Oh, okay. If, if if I see it, I'll, I'll pick it up for oh, you. Oh no, I, I'm I'm on it right now. I can I can I'm gonna buy it and pick it up tomorrow. Oh, okay. Cool. Because all we go saying unavailable, unavailable. Because I remember it was on pre-order, but then I thought it was gone. Whew. Oh, dude! I just uh, I pre-ordered that uh, American Werewolf in London. Those uh, Nazi demon. Oh yeah, what? I did too. The, on the NECA uh, figures. Yeah, I went to um, I went to whoremerch.com. Whore? Uh, it's thirty two. It's thirty two ninety nine, and it's one body, but it has four heads, torches. Machine guns, knives. Horror what? Horror merch. M e r c h dot com. Oh, here it is. Merch store. They got, some, they got some good t-shirts on that site too. Oh, yeah, man. it should be available for pre-order. It just went up today. Oh man, they got that uh, pumpkin mask from uh, Halloween Three. Yep, and um, they're releasing later on. Uh, they're releasing the werewolf action figure from American Werewolf in London. Did you yep. did you end up picking up that uh howling one from Shout Factory, Mike? No, I never. I, I know they're still available. The bloody ones aren't. That was a Comic Con one. Yeah, but the other one is. I'm still uh. There's still some available, but what really got my blood flowing was uh the Kurt Russell McCready neck is doing that one that comes out in October, <sighs> I think. Wait, or September. This is one figure with all these heads. Yeah. These interchangeable heads. Oh man, I thought it was all four of them. Well, you buy four bodies. But I, I don't <laughs> open. I, see, I don't open mine though. <laughs> oh, see that I. It's cool for me because I do Photoshop. Like when I do my my uh, pictures. <sighs> so, well, if I see it somewhere, I'll pick it up. But nah, uh, I don't know. But I didn't know. I didn't even know there was this site existed. All right, we gotta get out of here. We'll be all night talking about other things. <laughs> Everyone, uh, thank you so much. Oh well, what are we watching next? Uh, we are going back to 1986 for Band of the Hand. Oh yeah, now I need to look for it. <laughs> I love that film. You don't have? You didn't buy it on Blu-ray? Oh, I have it. Okay, I bought it. Uh, after you told me you had it, I didn't even know it was out on Blu-ray. I went, I found it and ordered. Yeah, I got it at Fry's for like a dollar ninety-nine. I think mine was like ten from Walmart. Um, all right, sweet, definitely. Uh, we got that one coming for you, and then we got uh, the next stream fiends. We're gonna do uh, King or Godzilla versus Kong or whatever the hell they want to call it. Um, I want to be on that one. I know the ending. I saw the ending already. Uh, oh God, dude. Why did you do that to yourself? I, I had I had to see. I couldn't wait. 
What? Yeah, someone threw it on YouTube and I saw the ending. See, no, I just I'm I'm all off of social media just you know, just uh just like with um I forgot what other show came on, but I was I'm all off of social media trying not to look at anything about that, not even trailers, nothing. Well, don't read the reviews cuz they're already out. I, I just want to go in there raw, just raw, yep. no cover, just raw, flesh to flesh. Yep, I like it raw, <laughs> like ODB, rest in peace. Um, are you going to the movie theater see it, or are you going to watch it at home? <laughs> um, I'm watching it at home because I ain't done my uh, my 14 days. Tomorrow will be seven days. Next Tuesday is when I'll be uh, fully vaccinated. All right. Um, so uh, I'll go see it after. Um, so much shit I got to do. I, I have my book, my my list of shit to do after my thing. I'm gonna go get tattooed um, again uh, after I'm all good because the tattoo parlor by my crib is open. Yeah, they're um, all open so, in the arena. Are you? You gonna yeah, brave? We'll go to, you gonna brave the theater, Brian, or stay at home? Uh, oh, my theater's still closed. Dang. I mean, I know they all opened up here, but nobody's going. <laughs> every, yeah. every, every time I, would, I drive I by, love, the lots are empty. I would love to go because the AMC down here, um, for the first showing, it's thirty percent off. Probably just be Is you in there. It's, I would, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind going, but you know, um, yeah, I, I think I have one open, and they're they're trying to do the the rent out a theater for I think like a hundred bucks. We we're gonna do that for Black Widow. Uh, one of my buddies at work wants to do it because he he's a high roller and that's all he does. He goes every movie I've gone to was the private screening. I said, "Damn, where you work at?" <laughs> so, but uh, you figure if you take your family with you, man, that's close to a hundred anyway. And especially if you go to <laughs> especially if you go to IMAX, I'll never do that again with everyone because I was like, "Fuck." Mm. Nah, I ain't doing it. I did the whole family thing for for Endgame, and that was that that was hurting my pockets. Yeah, I had to do some extra shifts after. I don't know what we saw, but it took everyone. Yeah, my wife because my wife's a big MCU fan, so we had to get the damn popcorn tin <laughs> collectible cups and. <laughs> Yeah, that's where they get you. <laughs> they still had the uh, the last time I walked in a movie. Th- I just bought popcorn. They still had the Wonder Woman '84 <laughs> bucket tins in there. I was like, oh. can't give those away. <laughs> no, and they're still showing it too. But I don't know. All right, everyone. Um, yeah, Band of the Hand, Stream Fiends. No, no, no. Action Returns and Kong, whatever Godzilla, whatever you want to call it. Um, watch this. Uh, what was it? What what year did that first one come out, Mike? Shit. Um sixty four. Yeah, I think so. Watch that one, everyone. That one. that one is the best fight scene. I hope we get the tree in the mouth. I and see. then I want to see Kong dusting himself off when he gets blasted. Sixty three is when that one came out. Oh and my they, god. And they better have the uh the uh, the strong string. Remember when that guy? Well, that's what they carried Kong with when they <laughs> when they roped him up. And, oh, and those those balloons. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to see right. I want to see Kong bite the uh, the the power lines to get more juice so he could fight. Uh, yeah, they, I want to I want to see Godzilla deliver a roundhouse. 
Um, what? Oh, I want to see a drunk Kong. That's what Chris from the Smudgy Chris kept saying. Are they going to have the drunk Kong? Yeah, I want to see that, <laughs> and I want to see a giant octopus uh, fighting <laughs> we Kong. We saw that already. Uh, which one? In the in Skull Island. I don't even remember. Yeah. I have to rewatch he, that one. He, he ate it. Oh, he that's right. It. He inked it first. He stepped on it. And it inked. <laughs> Yeah. Do, does either one of you have that uh the Godzilla Criterion collection? The um the first one? Uh, or or that one it. with all of them. Yeah, that one. Oh, dude. Well, I, I every wish. time I see that it, it winks at me, but no, I don't. Yeah. How much I'm, is I'm, it? It's 130? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm still trying to wait for that price to go down a little bit more than I think I might jump on it. <sighs> yeah. So, and it's only a a, a Barnes and Noble exclusive. Oh, they rape yeah. you in, in, in there with everything. <laughs> I know no reach around. None. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like their sale price is everybody else's regular price. <laughs> <laughs> but I I got bummed out because uh, we used to go there every weekend almost, and they took out their collectible section, Star Wars figures and everything. Took everything out. Yeah, they got nothing in there. The one in Reno is all junky. It's like they they don't even care. They just throw it all on the shelves. I'm telling you, man, you gotta come to Blast from the Past. Is that that place you, in Burbank? You come down there, I mean, you'll go home dry, like depleted credit cards <laughs> done, because it's everything you've ever looked for is in there. Well, the Zisha and I are coming down. He said May. We we're gonna we we're gonna be down there because he wants to go to. Uh, Funko the Hollywood. Funko Pop. Yeah, go there to that Hollywood place, and I said I want to go to that place in Burbank. So he's like, "All right, whatever." So there's there's three spots you got to go to. Then you got to go to Funko Pop. You got to go to this one place out in um out uh, in City of Industry called uh, Frankenstein's. It's like it's like they got this Costco sized building, and it's just all like any vendor you would see at a con. It's all vendors in there. It's like a flea market of action figures and collectibles. Um, Damn, man, I'm gonna be broke. I'm telling you, man, you better you better get them shifts going. You better get them shifts jumping off and start selling some shit. Because man, you're gonna go home. You're gonna have to ship stuff. Because blast from the past, man. They got everything. They got like the Boba Fett with the rocket firing out of his backpack. The Kenner one. Got, yeah, dude. They, I'm telling you, dude. They got everything in there you ever wanted. I'm just looking for Jason stuff. That's my main thing. They got yeah, every, they got a neck. They got three NECA sections in there, <sighs> which is everything. They got they got pops. They got stuff behind the counter, stuff in cases. I gotta find all my yeah. Sasha Banks figures. Oh my gosh, yep. <laughs> Sasha! Oh, <laughs> woo! So fine. I should cue up her music, but we'll be here all night, everyone. But uh, Sasha Banks. <laughs> She was what's that her even name? a real name? No, her name is Mercedes something. Mercedes Jackson. I don't know what her name is. She's hella fine, hella hot. She was hot in Mandalorian too. I'll send you that picture where her fucking hair was coming off. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, everyone, we veered off again. <laughs> so yeah. we, uh, yeah, just listen to. All our past episodes, uh, when you can. Yeah. <laughs> just, just be safe out there, everyone. So until next time, party on. <laughs>
Wear your damn mask. That too. Be safe, everybody.